from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hi guys, we are here again. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. This is your girl Mandy B. I'm Weezy. And we actually didn't think we were going to be able to have video So for I went you guys to the gym today. before this. That's what I did. <laughs> oh. I'm I was sorry. like, oh, we're good. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, yes. I, I didn't know if um, our guest today was going to want to be on video today because we're actually kind of talking about something a little serious. But before we but get But he into consented. This- I want you guys to know that we know how to ask for consent and we said it in a very mm. sexy way. Can we film you? Yes means yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into um, horrible decisions today, I did want to go ahead and give a huge shout out um, to the Joe Budden podcast for shouting us out on their podcast um, last week. Well, it was the time super dope. Out, well, right? I think we're going to go ahead and drop this next week. So just because we're having issues making sure we get you guys the best quality of videos um, for YouTube. And again, shout out to our YouTube viewers. Um, you guys are showing us love. You guys appreciate when we drop the videos. Y'all can kind of see our faces or whatnot. So that's super exciting. I did want to go ahead. We did get an email in response to um, one of the things that Rory said, and I wanted to bring um, to bring light to it because I thought that it was important to kind of make sure we're we're not um, what do I say? Maybe spreading information that may be inaccurate. I know we try to you know teach you guys as much as we can, and Rory mentioned um, during the consent talk and the drunk sex talk that most men are always to blame when they go to court and you can't win in court. So I wanted to read one of these letters from our listeners. They actually said, I'm just listening to your latest podcast and want to point out that what your guest Rory said about men always losing in court of law is bullshit. Out of every thousand rapes in the U.S., only six perpetrators will be incarcerated. And I do want to say she also included a link (laughs) for us to, to do our own research. Um, I'm afraid that Rory spread some very damaging and dangerous myths about the treatment of rape and sexual assault in the criminal justice system. That being said, the discussion about consent is very important. And I think you're 100 percent right to be having it with men would be better 
Um, if those men had their facts straight, though, I think that what Rory was just saying is that as men, you need to be even more careful um, because we know. And as we've been seeing with everything that's been going on, even if you're accused, the the court of like shit, not even the real court, but public opinion pins you as guilty. Absolutely. Right. So I think that's maybe something he was trying to reference more so than anything. Um, well, uh, when when he said that, I was immediately thinking of the the what's the swimmer? Brock something. Oh, Brock, Brock Lock, Turner. Lockty. No, Brock no, no. Turner? I don't know about that. Uh, he's what, what he's the, the white boy that uh, raped the girl and then he got off completely scot free. He was oh, in college. He or ra- I heard right? he raped an older woman or something like that. I, I don't remember who he raped. Like, right. no, 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 no. Like, I heard it was like an elderly woman. Was that it? No, 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 no. no. This is somebody else that was on his oh, college and he got, campus. Oh, like, community and he service. Was, like, college. He, yeah, he was like this like star swimmer, mm-hmm. and you know, so, you know, just. I mean, it's weird because when Rory said that, I think her and I both like nodded our heads, and it's because you always just know that there's such a bad. Like, you never get away from it. It's just this bad stigma attached to you for life. You're always going to be a rapist, no matter what the fuck you do. I mean. I didn't know that until that girl sent the ad, or I don't know if it was a man or a woman sent the um, the link. And I really appreciate you for doing that because, to be honest with you, I couldn't believe the numbers. What was it? One in every how many people? Oh, I didn't. I didn't look at the. It link. was a crazy number, like one in every sixty-six or something like that. Get acute. I mean, or get. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Charged. Charged. I guess. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I or took C4 yeah. for the first time. Yeah. You know what that is? I am fucked up. <laughs> it's this crazy workout shit, and I'm, like, zoned in on, like, everything in this room. It's, like, Adderall, but, like, for the gym, and I feel insane. By the way, I want to let you guys know, welcome to Horrible Decisions. If you're a brand-new listener from Joe Budden's podcast and you heard Rory, um, every week we have different types of guests, whether they're kinky or whether they're an influencer, whoever they might be. This week, um, we have someone super special on. You're going to find out why they're here. We have a few different topics that we talk about every week, a few different segments. And the one we're about to get into is called Vanilla Shit, where pretty much it's going to be the most vanilla shit we talk about. It's something in the news where sex is there. Um, whether it be something like someone getting accused of rape or someone selling their panties online or the girl in Japan who was fucking 200 people, whatever it might be. And this week, it's about gay porn studies. Um, yeah, so it's something that I actually came across um, looking. I, I'm on Twitter, so of course a lot of people send me um, some pretty weird things. And I've mentioned multiple times on the show that I am a female who is into watching gay porn. Yeah, you're not the only one. I There's know a lot that, of women that are into and that And apparently shit. the new study actually says um, back in 2015, the wildly popular online pornography site Pornhub, which boasts over 115 million daily views, published findings that took sexuality researcher Lucy Neville by surprise. Women are responsible for more than a third of the site's gay male porn views. Um, And so I am going to attach this link onto our Patreon account for those of you who are patrons. And basically you can read up on it. Um, basically talking about the psychological factors as to why women prefer gay porn over straight. I don't straight. think this is weird. Men like watching lesbian porn. If women are heterosexual and they not like all men. male bodies. Hashtag. Some men yeah. do, but not, <laughs> but all not women. I mean, all women don't like gay male porn either. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Yeah. like, If you like a certain body type and you're hetero, right? And then you get to see two of them. It's like the best. That, I mean, that's why I'm sure we like to watch it. Well, they uh, the study actually went in depth as to why they say women like to watch it. And one of the things that I read that was fairly interesting was that they feel like women in straight porn are often treated poorly. That makes sense. Um, it, they kind of feel like the women are being disrespected in porn, which I, I agree to that. A lot of the times it's not a very intimate porn. I will say if you are into watching intimate straight porn, um, 
I only like BBCs clearly when I watch porn, but Blacked, B-L-A-C-K-E-D. It's, yeah. it's, it's filmed very That's well. That's intimate? Oh, it's super intimate. I wouldn't they, say it's intimate. I mean, but they, I don't know about intimate. I would say the production value is the, up the there. The production value yeah. is super good. But, but to me, they, I like it. To it's, me, it's they my kiss. Shit, but... it, they they show like everyone is consenting. Like it does. It looks like everyone is just okay, enjoying. So it. let me tell you about some intimate. Like there is a genre called I think it's F E M M like fem. Femme porn. You can Google femme porn. Yes. There's someone called Erica Lust. I brought her up a few times. And it's a woman that makes porn for women based on stories that people send into her. I think she has a Patreon. You can watch it. But, like, there is porn created with, like, a whole scene with candles and shit, like, the music. That, to me, is, like, the intimate porn. Black is as intimate as I want to watch. <laughs> That's some intimate shit to and me. there's only another thing I don't like in intimate porn too much. I like to talk dirty in bed. And I feel like the intimate porn is too soft. It's lovemaking, basically. It's like your hair is beautiful. Your eyes yeah. are like an ocean. See? And, and, and like, I, well, no, I, I think that's why I, that I like the, the level like, of intimacy in Blacked. Because on in Blacked, it's like more so they're fucking their friend's friend. Or they're fucking yeah, their sugar yeah. daddy. Or they're fucking their homegirl's boyfriend. They shouldn't be fucking. Or they, they, they it's their first one night stand. Wait, in Blacked? Yes. Like, it's very, very, there's all, you know. But like and you think that's, that's intimate? I mean, it is. But that's because all they porn, be, though. They be all, having fun. It look intimate all, to me. All porn, besides, like, Gonzo porn, is like. What's Gonzo porn? Gonzo, Gonzo the, from what I understand, is basically just go straight into the shot. Like, yeah. it's no, oh, there's no storyline. I need a storyline. I could do Gonzo all the time. I don't uh, need a story. I can do both. I don't jerk off for a story. I need at least one minute of the storyline, then one minute of watching porn, and then I fast forward to the fucking. And then I only like certain angles in the fucking. So I, I can agree with you. I'm, I'm really yeah. big on I angles. I used to only fast forward to the cum shot, which is why I only watch Bukaki now. Because I'm like, I want to watch 45 <laughs> minutes of cum shots. I do fast forward to the cum shot, too, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. It's just exciting for me. And now that, like, so we got sponsored by Spunk Lube. And it's actually, by the way, I didn't know people... I hate to say it like this, but, like, when someone wants to sponsor something, I feel like, are they not well-known yet? And, of course, that's <laughs> not always true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you got Duce and Henny Palooza or whatever. So Spunk Lube is a lube that looks like cum. And I had it in my house. And one of my gays was like, oh, my God, bitch. They gave you, like, bottles like this? Oh, my God. I use this all the time. And, like, is it, like, wh- like it's white. Like it's white. creamy. Yeah. It's, like, it looks, the consistency is just like cum. What does it taste like? Oh, we ain't tasting lube now. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't flavored. It tastes fine. Uh, I'm sorry, um, I did taste it. But before we leave the vanilla shit, I also wanted to note that another key finding over the course of Neville's um, research was that 55% of the women said that they had imagined themselves as men while consuming the gay male erotica. And it's crazy because I don't really... That's just POV. Of, I don't think of myself as the male, but I either envision myself in the room watching... And I always pick one of them to be my my boyfriend or something. Like, ooh, yeah, take that. Mm. See, I've I've heard guys say that with lesbian porn. For me, I can't get down with lesbian porn only because I don't know where I fit into the equation. Like for me, when I'm watching porn, it's like I'm trying to live vicariously through the guy that's there. But if it's just girls there, I'm like, who am I supposed to relate to? Oh, I really? didn't even think of it like but that. That's, that's just me. I understand why some guys like lesbian porn and why some girls like gay porn. So, like, but I don't for need, me, to, I need you to. You both just said this. I don't need to put me in there at all. I just watch it. Oh, yeah. I imagine. Now, there is moments where, like, I'll watch it and then I'll, like, close. Like, there's actually, this is more recently. The last 30 seconds before an orgasm, I let the phone 
drop and I close my eyes and then I'm like in my own thing. <laughs> like I just was like, oh, okay, we were doing bukkake, done. And then I'm like, oh my God, Wakanda. That's really what I've been <laughs> masturbating to is Michael B. Jordan, honestly. Just okay. everything about him, like that final scene where like he rips the shirt off and there's like And that's the what you yell when you come, Wakanda? It's my safe word. I mean, oh, okay. I'm just mad that he died. I'm mad that I saw all the tweets before watching the movie and I ain't know goddamn Michael B. Jordan died. Niggas so die every day, B. I mean, that made me a little bit sad because now every movie I've seen, almost Michael B. Jordan and the, the nigga died. Fruitvale Station, he died. Motherfucking Black Panther, he died. I'm like, goddamn. Because he's paying villains, right? He lived in a... Uh, uh, no. Well, Fruitvale, Fruitvale, no, Fruitvale, he was just a broke nigga who got shot yeah, by the police. Yeah, he got shot. I can't think of a movie that he lived in. Because uh, what what's that first movie, in? that superhero movie that he was in? Uh, he probably Chronicle. died in that, too. He, I think he died in that. That nigga just be dying. Oh, they, Fantastic Four. There, there you go. Because he was a, alive? Yeah, I mean, it's a whack-ass movie. I'm just so. really hoping he comes back to Black Panther because I'm, I'm not gonna, why? I mean, I'll take M'Baku. Whoever. I'll be mad that He'll he be come dying. back in the, in the ancestral plane when they, you know, take the herb I'll fuck and a go ghost. to the purple shit. It's yeah. so crazy because we talked about fucking ghosts um, in the last episode and you posted a meme um, about, oh, ooh, it, yeah, if that nigga was alive, ooh, I'd fuck him. And I swear I thought about that when Paul Walker died. <laughs> like, that was a white man I would have fucked. Like, goddamn. Like, I mean, is that a bad thing to be when someone dies? Be like, damn, he could have got this have, pussy. Hold on, wait. Here's a good question. How, how soon you, after? Like, is it like? I mean, immediately. I yeah, saw immediately. he died, and I was like, damn. Have, have you never seen like they'd be like RIP, and you'd be like, damn, he did. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. Have you guys ever fucked somebody that died? No, no, no. At least not that I know of. Though. Nah, like I'm not gonna lie. I be seeing them RIP T-shirts, and I be like, damn, he did. I fuck people that I wish died, but damn. <laughs> Well, damn, that's kind of cool. I'm like, damn, this bitch is still alive. Fuck. I remember, like, someone died that I know, and I fucked him. And I I didn't remember I fucked him until one of my homegirls reminded me. They're like, damn, bitch, remember? And I was like, no, I didn't. But (laughs) I just wrote on his baby mama's Facebook wall how sorry I am. Oh, shit. I was about to send the bitch flowers. And then I was like, is that wrong? Yeah, I think that's bad form, probably. What if you didn't remember the dick? Hopefully he's I more mean, remembered I than his sex. I do be having dicks I don't remember. Have you ever fucked a girl and didn't remember? Absolutely. Well, I feel like um, uh, everyone sees the title. I feel like you probably yeah. ran through some bodies. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, uh, like it's when, when y'all talk about like body count too, I'm like, how would I even approach that? Problem? I mean, I don't already like, said I don't really know the answer. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, you- I know my body count only because I have a list. But I will tell you... Um, I have recently just been like, you know, on Instagram and like someone will write me and I'd be like, oh shit, let me add that nigga to, the, uh, to my notes. And I click oh, on the section shit. and then, you know, I put the number right by it and I add. I actually have shared the list with a few homegirls and be like, I need y'all to verify. Because yeah, you- I think we did it on air and I was like, girl, you, I, I know you forgot this nigga, this nigga. And she was mm-hmm. adding while we was on the show. It was bad. If I typed in every name of every person that I've slept with, if I deleted that file, my iPad would be physically lighter. <laughs> like that's, that's you run how- out of storage. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Clear the cash. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would be spending so much money on iCloud storage. <laughs> I already know. I already know. So normally what we have every week is a kink of the week. Um, and I want to know, did you end up finding a kink for this? Yeah, this yeah. One? So uh, a few weeks ago, I brought this up, and I think Mandy was like, I don't understand how you get your hair wet, but I found out it's a kink. It's called <laughs> Triposalon. You know what? Tripa I'm going to let our, um, yeah, let our, our guests read it. I actually have some pretty word. good pronunciation. Do you? Go ahead. Which is smart ass. Pripsalagnia. I'm sorry, tripsalagnia. Tripsalagnia. You know, give me the fucking yeah. phone. Look, Nobody he, he, he did that real easy. Tripsalagnia. So okay. anyway, though. Uh, uh, I kill it on Wheel of Fortune. It know. is <laughs> the joy of getting someone's hair shampooed. 
It is literally I can't a fetish. I believe you found this as a fucking bro. Cake. Because everybody be like, "Damn, you like that? You like that?" And I'd be like, "Ah, you want you want you want to see? You want to see?" Some shit. I mean, there it is. Boom. Well, I know when I go to like the Dominican salons and they be like doing my hair and they got they do this little scratching thing in the back when they do the shampoo. And that shit do feel good. The scalp is in erogenous zone. It, it, is. it is. It is. So there that's what I was finding out. Like, okay, because where are erogenous zones? And then like that's one. And it's a very intimate place to be touched. And now I remember when we were talking about it in the BDSM episode about aftercare. Mm-hmm. Somebody washed my hair. Yeah. So I was recent. I get my hair washed at Chinatown in this like really shitty place. Um, and there was a new girl who was like really fucking good looking. And it was the first time I've ever opened my eyes to get my hair washed because I was just like, I want to see this. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it was just wet and soapy and... She was just like, it's good, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like okay. like my, my I like my my neck, the back of my neck rubbed, and I like the guys to play in, in my hair, and a lot of guys yeah, like yeah, for good. women to play in their hair too when they have hair, or even yeah. just to, especially with my acrylic nails, niggas love it. I just be like softly scratching bald heads. And yeah, my shit is short as hell, but I mean, I like when a girl. You, rubs, you like rubs, 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 yeah. So you guys are probably like, who is this third voice? On the mic. I have week. questions because I just know Mandy was like, oh, we have someone that's going to come on. They could talk about this, this, this. How do you know about horrible decisions? Uh, I heard you guys on uh, uh, Brilliant Idiots. Okay. Yeah, I came from that. And yeah. then he reached and out. like, these hoes are for me. You reached out, what, on, on my Twitter? You DM'd me. You DM me somewhere. Email. email. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so guys, we are having an actual really interesting conversation today, and it may get a little deep, um, so I just want to go ahead and throw that disclaimer out there. But somehow, and y'all be thinking we be digging for these people, they come to us. So, listen. <laughs> it's um, my fault. You know it's his fault. But, no, we actually have a real-life sex addict um, in the building today, and he has gone through sexual addiction that has affected his job, his family, his life, his financials. Let me hold um, back my joke. As well as his relationship. <laughs> no, I need to hear it. I'm about to see. It's all of us. It me. Like, of course you're here. Like, you know how many people fucking read the caption and they were like, yo, I could have been on that shit. And I feel like everybody is going to make that joke. Like, you know, I'd be fucking all the time. Which is, I'm so glad and you said that I'm because here, that's yeah. why he's here. And he actually, he actually said, um, I just want to let you know that Mandy, Wheezy, both of y'all are safe because. I said probably I, safe. Probably I safe, don't know. actually. I might have yeah. it. So what I wanted to start this conversation off, and if you guys did not know, we are entering the horrible decision for this week of sexual addiction. And so I wanted to ask you, what is sexual addiction? Okay. So sexual addiction is a behavioral addiction mm-hmm. that. Basically means you feel compulsions to have sex or sexual interactions, and you don't feel like you're in control of those compulsions. How do you differentiate that from someone who just likes a lot of sex? Because I know me and her. Well, not even that, that, but like, I just you saying that made me think of something. When they say like the male on average every forty five seconds or every minute thinks of sex, so what's so different with that and like a sex addict? Well, I mean. You, everybody thinks about shit all the time, but mm-hmm. it's how you act on act it on that it. that's really the problem. You know, how many times have you, you know, been pissed at like a coworker and be like, I wish I could slap that bitch in the mouth right now. But you don't do it because we live in a polite society and, you know, whatever. Correct. But imagine that you just couldn't control that shit and you're just like, I wish I could slap, bam, and then that that was it. And then, Me and Mandy both would have killed each other if we didn't have control. Oh, there you go. So that's well, a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. would have been dead. All right. All right. Well, you know, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the same shit. They say if, if you had that, if you didn't have that that barrier in your brain, it would be the same exact damn thing. 
Okay. So sex addiction is basically the inability to to stop yourself mm. in a lot of these things without a tremendous amount of learning about yourself and why these things happen and then putting in the systems that will prevent that behavior in the future. And so um, being a guy with sexual addiction, it's considered satyromania, satyromania. I don't really know how to say it, but it's the male version of nymphomania, which we're all familiar with, um, which as it I relates nympho to women. I thought nympho was like general, like no, men and women. Nymphomania pertains to women. And then there's a male version of nymphomania. And back in the day, they actually diagnosed nymphos. Um, as having a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women who were seen as be not being able to control their sexual desires were actually put into um, asylum. It's not even back yes, in the day. True. We actually did, I don't know if we did a vanilla shit or if I was just reading it on my own, but sex addiction in the UK is now a mental health disorder. Yeah, it's it's marked. That, that's fairly recent, too. Yeah, it's right. like within the last few weeks. And yeah. so I guess I want to talk to you more about that. Um, I would love for you to just go ahead and open up to us and say when you found out your addiction and how that journey has has gone. And then, of course, in the mix, we'll go ahead and want to speak on more things. But how did you know that you were a sex addict? Well, first off, before I go any further, I listened to the last episode with Rory and I heard <laughs> oh. he brought wine. So I had to <laughs> I had to go I had to one up on it look. real quick. Oh, so, look, he said, oh, oh and I, this, he, he said, brought rosé. So, you, you, I, I you, heard... You got the cups, though? I do have cups, actually. Oh, hold on. Let's go ahead and pour that, because I actually... Guys, um, as you guys know, I got my new job. Is sex addiction in the control, or are you trying to get us drunk? Look, <laughs> no, look. no, no. All right, so I heard the episode a while back with Asante, and I heard you guys talking about one of his live shows where he had wine from um, Pompette Wine Shop. Yeah. I actually... They're, they're my neighbors. Oh, so, so shout, shout out, out to Pompet. Yeah, shout out to Mo from Pompet. That's so dope. And that's a black owned wine company in Harlem, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. What's your ethnicity, by the way? Are you Latino? Uh I'm Puerto Rican. Uh my my father, or the, the man who raised me, is black. And he's like, you a nigga to me. So oh, you say, <laughs> I know that's right. Nigga, nigga, nigga. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
All right, let's go ahead and toast. So, so okay, look now. Now the guest is just showing up, you know, bringing wine and shit. Yo, I don't you know, know what Rory, the sound you done com- started comments something? are gonna say, but they be about to be like, "Of course he did that shit." <laughs> what do you think he's used to? So, go ahead and share with our listeners, um, kind of your sex addiction and and you know how you got from where you were to where you are now. Okay, so um, I didn't realize my sexual addiction until like. I would say my early 20s, but like looking back, I am 30. Okay. Um, looking back on it now, I could see where it started. So not every sex addiction um, starts from sexual trauma, but for some people it does. For me, it, it did. Okay. Um, so from sexual trauma at a very young age, um, that kind of carried itself through until um, – or it kind of suppressed itself until maybe like mid-teens. Were you molested? Uh yeah, yeah, by a neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is they were they male or female? Male. Okay. Male, yeah. And he wasn't that much older than me, but he was just old enough that I was like looking back Scared. and I was like, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh now looking back, I see porn was like the first thing that really like triggered it. Cause like once I started watching porn, I was like uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. I was just like I I feel bad. For every computer that I've <laughs> See, ever okay. used. I feel like every teenage boy was jerking off a lot. What made you so different? Because every guy's going to hear this and be like, dude, I jerked off nonstop. I used to and hump- I watch porn five times a day. So I humped everything in the house. Well, I, think- I used to w- w- fuck myself and watch the window to make sure my mom wasn't coming in the driveway. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it has a lot to do with when you want to stop. It's like I said before, with control. Okay. If you are like, all right, I should probably fucking... Chill out. Yeah, put the brakes on this, and you feel like you can't, that's the biggest thing. So I would, like, watch porn, jerk off, and then before I had even finished cleaning myself up, I'm like, what am I going to do now? Probably should watch some porn. Like, it was oh. it was that that sort of thing. Like, like my balls are were in so much pain all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah, it, it, it's... Has, have you ever had to, like, learn... Are you ambidextrous? Like, can you switch hands? Like, is your one arm tired? Uh, no, I'm I'm strictly righty. So there's been times that I've like your your right arm does look a little bigger. <laughs> well, no bullshit. I actually oh God, fucked does. up my uh my ring finger on my right hand recently, and Do you need that? Oh, you well... yeah. I mean, like, look, it's not the most important one, but I had it like taped up, and I was like, how the fuck am I gonna jerk off with this? And I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I was like, I'm just gonna have to like suffer through the pain. Okay, so even with what Wheezy said, a lot of people may listen to this and be like, I watch a lot of porn. I jack off a lot. What am I an addict? So I want to get into at what point it started affecting your life. Okay, because right. jacking off isn't affecting your life, but it can, it can. when you can't control it. It absolutely. So can. how did it start affecting maybe your job, your family, and your relationships? So and if you can delve into that. So I was. Uh... Once I started fucking, like, I started fucking pretty late. Well, I think pretty late, like, probably about, like, 18, 19 years old. Mm. Okay. And, like, once that started, it was just floodgates. From there on out, like, I was always trying to meet people to have sex with. Whether that meant that I was, like, trying to cultivate several different relationships with women that I knew um, or I was going on Craigslist or uh, whatever I could find. Then when Tinder came out, that shit fucking ruined me even more so. Um, But... Basically, I was just running through people like bodies nonstop. Okay. On top of that, I I consider myself a heterosexual male, mm-hmm. but 
if a woman wasn't available, I would end up trying to find a guy to sleep with. Um, oh, wow. Even though I am not attracted to men Honestly, that makes all. total sense to me. Yeah, you know, like, I just need... Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's um I'm, I'm not attracted to men or it'd be a woman that I'm like, I'm I'm not feeling her at all. But, you but I have to do this. Yeah. Oh and did you find it was easy I feel like it's easier to find at least the way grinder works nowadays for like a dude to go down on you. Did you find that that was just like it would happen quicker? For you mean as far as like hooking up with, with, with men? Him. Yeah. Um well, at the time, I was living um, in a different place. I wasn't living in the city at the time. Mm-hmm. And that made it a little harder because it was like a... You were in... Okay. Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it was harder to meet people, period. Okay. Um, once I came here, then I would go to, like, uh, adult bookstores and stuff like that and try to hook up with people, too. And that shit was just, like... Oh, my God. You're freaking me out, dude. I walked in to get some stuff at this one place in... Um, not like it's called Gotham something like a bookstore and they have the viewing booths. Yeah, yeah. So I was in That's there exactly for like maybe is. three minutes just getting like whatever it was. Four people in less than five minutes. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Asked to fuck me. Didn't ask me. They didn't think I was a hooker. They didn't ask me how much I cost. They just invited me in the booth with them. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and I didn't know it was like the meeting place. And, and so you went to those? Yeah. Specifically for sex? Yeah. But did do you, other people go there for that? Absolutely. Did yeah. you go to brothels That's and other places as well? Yeah. So I was uh, going to like like sex parties. Um, the sex parties were probably great. Yeah, yes. Um uh, brothels not so much. I mean, that's what's good about the internet. You can find whatever you you need on there. Right. But um So I guess this is what also led into the financial issues you had? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I was can you spending, talk about that? I was spending money that I just didn't have. Like when it gets to the point that you're like, "Okay, I have nothing in the fridge right now." I could either spend money on groceries, even if it's like the smallest amount, mm-hmm. or spend it on sex. And what do you I mean spend, like dates or escorts? Uh, whatever, whatever, Just, any anything I could, whatever I knew would lead me to sex quicker. That's exhausting. Yeah, so I would be the sort of guy that like I would be on my way to a date, messaging somebody else from Craigslist for a one night stand, and then leaving the date, I would be hitting up somebody else, like an escort to like meet up later on. As I'm on my way to the uh, Craigslist date. What's the most amount of people or times you've had sex in a day? In a day? I, I can't even tell you. More than 10? Really? More than, uh, probably not 10. Probably five. I guess you don't have ten. enough hours in a day for 10. Yeah, that's a lot of, but yeah, five? Yeah. Probably like five. Yeah, yeah, probably around there. Maybe a little bit more, a little less. What about when you have a girlfriend? Do you just want to fuck her like crazy? Well, when this was going on, when you're dating someone, is it just wanting to fuck them like crazy? Or are you interested in like new pussy? Um, it, I do want to fuck them, but the problem, I, I love, I, I think porn is, is a good thing for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but when you have zero self-control, porn can be one of the most damaging things, particularly because the way people, particularly men, or at least a lot of the men that I know consume porn, which is you don't just watch one porn and then you're like, great, I'm done. Nah, and you open up like 30 tabs and then you watch like some <laughs> yeah, of this yeah. one, some of that one, some of that one. And what that does is it conditions the brain to always find something new. So it's interesting. Mm. I want to ask you what you think of this. Um, you've probably heard me say the name Jeeves. Yes. Jeeves and I watch a lot of porn together and he told me he's been really happy about that because an ex of his was very upset that he watched porn. Mm-hmm. And I guess because she was a feminist and she said that it was really fucking up his way of thinking how sex should be. Now, 
how do you feel about that? Do you think porn made you think your sex need to be crazier? Well, for me personally, but I can't speak to what he was doing because I know, look, everybody, well, most people have sex and not everybody is a sex addict. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty and some of people, people just like to have kinkier sex or want to try things that they watch in porn, which, I mean, I know I've done quite a lot. Absolutely, like, I think yeah. me True, watching gay I mean, porn led to me is, looking at. There is a time where I think porn can, as much as I don't agree with her to the point that you don't want him to watch it, I can understand that. Yeah, it's understandable, just like any... Because that's where you learn kinkier shit. Yeah, any anything could be addictive like that, though. I mean, like, look, just like same way, some, like, we could drink alcohol right now, but none of us is going to get fucking plastered. Mm-hmm. Right now. Well, I mean, yes. I don't know what your personal life is, so... Yeah, I mean, no, I, mean, I, 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 yeah, I have a friend right now who's dealing with alcoholism, and I feel bad because I'm a woman who also likes to drink. Yeah. So I feel like I'm enabling his addiction when we're together. And it, yeah, it, yeah. it hurts me because I literally know, like, I'm his stopping point because I know he would continue if we were together, uh, if we weren't together. And so it just sucks. So Weezy brought up um, how you go about dealing with this with a girlfriend. So do you have um, a story to share about how your addiction maybe ruined a a past relationship or what happened with that relationship? I would say uh, it's only been a couple of years that I've been like sexually sober. Not that long at all. Okay. Okay. Wait, you're not fucking right now? I didn't say I wasn't fucking. I just said that I'm sexually sober, meaning like I feel in control of my sexual desires. I'm not running through people nonstop. And uh, oh, one other thing about sexual addiction is you usually feel bad about the sexual choices that you make afterwards. Mm. And right now I'm at a place where uh, I don't feel bad about the sexual I guess with any kind of addiction, right? Like That's good. Yeah. It's like in moderation. You go to have a drink once you're over the alcoholism. Do you feel bad about it or do you feel like you're in control? Yeah, yeah. I, I liken it to depression. Like everybody's felt bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, not everyone is depressed, mm-hmm. mm. and it, I'm sure it, you know everyone has made poor life choices involving sex. But indeed, and, and it may even be semi habitual. But if it's like one of these things that's like I feel like I can't stop it, then it's this is uh, an addiction. I know I might be addicted. To do you NBA think that um, in sex addiction? Do you think it has to do with some of the sex you had alone, like? Would you would you be satisfied if you jerked off a few times a night, or would you feel like eventually you had to fuck somebody? Uh, uh, definitely, I would feel like I had to fuck somebody. Like, like if so, that couldn't help. Okay. No, no, no. Because I would. I, I've heard people say like, "Oh, if you're gonna like meet somebody, you really don't want to fuck them. Just jerk off beforehand." I'm like, that yes, shit did nothing. They for do me. say that. That shit does. I mean, I'm actually sh- Rory just said that in the last. Episode. I, I heard him say it, and I <laughs> was like, "Yo, I wish." You that know, shit I'm either or. So there's sometimes where like. If I think I'm going to fuck someone, right? I'm like, I kind of don't want to. I'll jerk off and it's okay. But then there's some moments where I touch myself and now I want it more. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Um, I'm sure for some people that works like a charm 100% of the time. But for me. Do you last long? I last too long. I actually don't come from sex. one of those. Uh, I don't don't come from. But it's now only coming from porn possibly. And masturbation? No. So if I'm having sex with somebody, I at a certain point when I know that they've gotten whatever they need, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to put you over here and I'm going to masturbate. That would fuck with my ego so hard. When's I get the last that. time you came from sex? Years? No, no, definitely not years. Okay. I can't remember. Like months, though? Yeah, yeah. Probably. So probably. Yeah, yeah. have you ever used like a sensitizer type thing? Does that help? 
I, and I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm so afraid of using shit like that on my dick, like chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, the most that I'll do is like a, like a cock ring or something like that. But then, and that helps. Okay, that actually helps. You know, it helps keep you hard or helps you come. It, it helps me to. Yeah, th- th- it'll help me come. It'll help me come okay. and keep me hard too. Because that's another thing. Okay, yeah, that's so that, a, that that's may another be something thing. that some guys can try if they are having maybe that issue. Absolutely, um, there's a bunch of good silicone cock rings. I'm really interested because, like, you were able to have sex with so many people, and you're attractive. But like, what would you do? Would you oh, put thank your, you. You are attractive. Would, 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 your, would, would, would your dick on Craigslist? Like, how would you get them to say yes? Uh, I mean, was your dick on Craigslist? Look, you can. I'm wondering, like, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, yeah, no, I if know. You back have a big in the day, dick, and back you in put the day, they used to put just their dick pic. And they're like, yeah, that's what I want. Was so it Charlotte's pick? What was it that? I. Maybe, maybe it's because you are good looking. Did you make an ad saying that you were a sexual addict that needed his cravings fixed? Like, no. What were your ads Although like? Although I'm sure that probably could have worked. See, here's the thing I never made the ad. I would reach out to other oh, people. Oh, you would reach out to people. I made like an you. ad, like, maybe, like, twice, and that shit was like, oh, God damn, too many emails right now. Yeah, yeah. It's It feels better to be able to kind of pick and choose. I wish we would have done that before Craigslist was gone. Like I wish we could have found people on Craigslist. I feel like that would have been rest in peace an, Craigslist. Rest I in peace back page. So it would have been an awesome thing to do. But I mean, I feel like we have so many dating apps now. Maybe you could just there's well, that's how we found Tinder. the crossdresser on the episode. Yeah, like she matched with him and was like, "Hey, um, I know we matched, but I really just want to bring you onto my podcast." Yeah. By the yeah. way, I do that with a lot of couples I match with. Like I don't really meet. I've never met a couple online. Am I selling the truth? What are you using, Field? No, but I'm just like I'm saying like if I'm swiping on Bumble or Tinder and there's a couple, I'll swipe them right and say, "Can I interview you?" Just okay, yeah, flat so out. I wanted to ask you a question. So we have a lot of um, home mail in our email right now, um, pertaining to the same topic. So if this pertains to you guys, hopefully you know, just know we read it. But a lot of people are complaining about boring sex. Or not getting enough sex because maybe their partner isn't as sexually craving as them. Mm-hmm. At any point in time with your sexual addiction and being in a relationship, have you ever felt a woman take advantage of your sexual addiction? Absolutely. And how did they do that? Because to me, I w- I'd be mad if a nigga only fucks me one time and then he's a one-time hitter and quitter and done. And like, have tired. you ever fucked another addict? Not knowingly. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. But uh, I I was in a relationship with someone that definitely took advantage. And how did she take advantage of you? She she just knew that I always wanted it and needed it, so she would use that as leverage to make me do shit or or to make me Mm. to uh, to have me allow her to do shit. God, that's awful. Wait, what? Like what? Give us an example. Uh, I should start off by saying that neither of us were good in this relationship. Okay, like, well, like saying what? Buy me things, or like, pick if you don't do that, like, um, pick me up, take me here. It it was a lot of just uh, if you don't do this, then I'm gonna fuck somebody else instead of you, like that sort of thing. And because I was an idiot, and because I needed it so much, even though I knew that I could fuck other people. I wanted her too. Like that's another thing. Well, I, I could say particularly with me is that like it wasn't enough to just have sex. I need to have sex with as many people as I could possibly have at any point in time. What's the most people that you fucked in one time, or like like it, how many four, like four, seven, five, how many people like, did I have? Like the, oh, at one time, not one day. So oh, one sorry, time. group oh, sex, yeah. In group sex, uh, uh, I, I didn't count. Wait, it was that many people? I think eight? Well, it, it was like a sex party. So it was, and like everybody was kind of doing stuff with each other all at the same time. You know what so, I really want to know? I don't mean to be I rude, but I mean, we're going there. When you got your first STD, because I know it happened. Yes, it did. It How did. did that make you want to stop? I mean, everything, as long as everything it did. It made me want to stop. Yeah, yeah. 
but at the same time i was like fuck like it's like it's, see, it's not going it's to like, i knew i was talking Crazy. to someone that uh there's a guy i know he's an entertainer we're friends he's got a girl he has a few girlfriends and he just got chlamydia and i you're gonna have to write his name down so i can <laughs> I can't. oh no wait there's cameras on too. Right, but he said to me like Oh my god, dude! I just found out I got chlamydia. I can't fuck my girl for the next five days. I'm like, nigga, you better keep your dick in your pants. And he's like, why? It's a pill. Can you fuck? Wait, wait, but can you fuck with chlamydia with a condom though? Like, is it still transferable with a condom, or is it just through the semen? I believe uh, with a condom, you'll you'll be safe. But me too. I think only herpes, because that's the only thing that's on the outside. It's not that it can come through a condom, but you have to remember this, right? Your condom's not always going to completely cover the. That's absolutely everything. Yeah, right. And so if it's like if you have pre cum and it's coming down, like you're mixing fluids. That's what it comes. I just I I thought chlamydia though was in your fluid, not on the skin. So if you technically cover it, fluid. Yeah, around. food is being transferred out of Ah, okay, 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 um, okay. And even if a woman has it, let's say that your juices get inside of his... Like, inside absolutely. the condom, yeah. I feel a part of, like, as as great as medicine is, it, it in this way, hurts a lot of people that have this mentality that, like, oh, if it's so easily curable, then... Why do I give a yeah. fuck? There, right. there's, there's barely any consequences. I don't fuck for like a day or two. Whatever. I just take this pill. Gives me a little bit of a stomach ache. Take a, like a big runny shit for a little bit. And then after that, I'm good to go. How so, many times have you had an STD? Just once, actually. What? I'm surprised. Do you get Actually, I'm sorry. Also? I had it once. What was and it? Then, chlamydia gonorrhea? It was chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. I had it. The clap. And then uh, that the clap? me and this girl, I, like, I got it and then she got it. And you then I got it, it again. For, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, let me get back to what you were saying though, yes. about this girl that used Thanks. that. Yeah. Yes. How did she take advantage? Um, she would just use that all the time to be like, if like, say she was in school at the time, so she'd be like, yo, if you don't drive down here to see me this weekend, then, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Basically implying that she was going to oh fuck somebody else. And she God. would. And what made it worse is that she had some ancient friends that, you know, they were in shitty relationships too. So they would encourage her to do shitty things. I'm not saying that my f- circle of friends were any better at the right. time. They were just as shitty. But, you know, it, it's something that I just bought into. And that's actually what led to me uh, losing my job. At that's the time. what I was going to ask next. Yeah. Because some people may still be listening and like, I mean, I fuck a lot of bitches. I've caught an STD. I did this. Am I a sex addict too? So your sexual addiction actually led to you losing your job. How yes. did that happen? All right, so I was working at a uh, mixed martial arts gym uh, in upstate New York. Okay. And uh, at the time, that girl, she came in, my, my girlfriend, after I was, like, cleaning up everything. And this was, like, he had just upgraded – uh, the, the owner of this gym upgraded from, like, a smaller gym to a much nicer facility. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Are you so, going to tell you, fucked, you just fucked her on, like, a nice part of the gym in the new luxury bathroom or some uh, shit with the granite? I, I fucked her caught? in the new gym. Wait, yeah. so you just got caught fucking at your job? <laughs> Why no, did I you didn't, need to I explain mean, that it was a new gym? Just right. tell me that. Uh, what? <laughs> Why did you need to explain that it was an upgraded gym? Because it was just something that was, like, he had so much pride in. <laughs> The, and what, wait, did he see you on camera fucking? No, 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 no. Okay, so the He way, walked in on you. No, no, no. No, no, no. I got caught because uh, we were wearing a condom and I threw the condom out in the garbage. I need you to get it your was, life. It was Come an amateur-ass move, okay? I need you okay? to sneak fuck the smart but way. how did she know? They, how did they know it was you? Uh, because I... 
I just felt bad. So they found the condom and, and then said, he had, Who's is this? Yeah. And you admitted it to it? Yeah. What's I, wrong with you? No, no, you know, because that's sense. part they of the guilt, though, the too. found the condom? What do you mean? In a trash can? So uh, another gonna... one of the guys that, that worked there, he was cleaning out the garbage, like, before. Like, we had, like, a staff meeting. He was cleaning out the garbage beforehand, and he found the condom, and he brought it to the head coach's attention. And he, you know, said, like, yo, who I need to know who did this. And I was, I just felt so racked with guilt already from just doing something that I knew I shouldn't have done and compound that with like the guilt from just being a sex addict and then also desecrating this guy's brand new gym. Oh so I was just like, God. yo, that, that was me. And he's like, all right, give me your keys. Get the fuck out. So you, you say you're sexually sober now. Were you clocked out? <laughs> Look, right. I was um, off the clock. Yeah. I was so off. see, you should have kept your job. No, but um, you say you're sexually sober now. What is the process of recovery and how do you go about having a relationship now? So there's a lot of things that can that can be. Um, I know there's there's a SAA meeting, Sex Addicts mm-hmm. Anonymous. I tried going to that. For me, it didn't really work. Uh, okay. You know. So there is just like, you know, Alcohol Anonymous. Is it, is it Alcohol Anonymous? AA. Alcoholics yeah. Anonymous. NA, Narcotics. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there is a sexual addiction place to go. Yes. So I went to an AA meeting recently to go with a friend for the first time, and mm. there was a few sex addicts in there. Oh. Yeah, and like that's, that's an actually something. Yeah. yeah, that's actually something else that a lot of people that are sex addicts also uh, have substance abuse too, which like compounds the, the, the yeah. problem. Like For there was me, a girl that was saying she was addicted to cocaine and was trying not to do cocaine, but when she does cocaine, then mm. she gets her sex addiction that pops out. And she's yep. like, then the two of them go around for days because she's so tired when she's fucking. So she'll do more cocaine to stay Absolutely. awake, yeah. Yeah. to keep fucking. And it's a cycle. Or, like, or alcohol is the same thing. It's just like, you know, they don't have the, the balls way. to, oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Shout out to NYPD. Right. I guess they don't do drug tests. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Coke also comes out of your system in two days. So is that she true? might be safe. Yeah. Weed is really the only drug so, that's now legal that stays in like 30 let days. Let me tell you but, how I know. Look, she'd be knowing in real life. So okay. I, when I got this new job, I was like, damn, I can't think of the last time I smoked. Maybe it was a few days ago, blah, 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 blah. So I Googled drugs and when they come out of your system. <laughs> weed, which is the most basic of all that drugs. That shit comes out 30 days. Baby. 30 to 45 days. Yeah, that I heard. Meth and heroin and cocaine was like, eh, five, five days max. For real? Yeah, no, where? Literally. Um, okay, so you've gone to, to therapy and... So did you find therapy to actually help you with recovery? Uh, one-on-one therapy. Individual therapy was like probably one of the best things that I could did have done. Did group therapy make you horny? Listen to the stories? Uh, well, what if someone was they're, they're very smart where they say, please don't make anything explicit at all. They, they, That's boring. They make that – well <laughs> – what the, I want to hear some good shit. Nah, bro, because the one you that trying I to have fat material, I yeah. guess, yeah. But, you know, for people that are trying to keep their shit together. No, I want to like, hear some good shit. I so need to see you cry. I didn't talk about this because I didn't want anyone to guess who it was. But I did go to an AA meeting with a friend who needed it. And while there, they're, the sex addicts that told their stories, I was kind of getting, like, yeah, yeah, turned on. So I could see how. Actually, let me just to bring it back to that uh, abusive relationship. Um, one. I, I feel just ashamed just even saying this. And y'all, are, I know y'all are going to respond pretty strongly. So I had never told this girl about being sexually abused until like pretty late in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And when we did, we were at her college dorm. It was just us there. And when I did it, she got turned on. And that should have been like the biggest red flag to me. Just Wait, to be when like, you told her about it? I told her the story and she got wet 
as hell. Yeah, like she was just like, I'm How getting really turned on. When I when, when I told her, no, when it when, to you. oh, when I. I might have been like first grade. Oh, you know what? Okay, that's going to lead me to actually share a story because you saying that makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad because I talked to a guy who experienced the same thing and I used to want him to tell me about what happened. So I know I feel really bad because now you kept that one to yourself. No, I know. So from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought. In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Basically, I was talking to a guy, and he had been in the NBA and went to play overseas, but he was into, he actually opened up to me that he would find trans and men on Craigslist. So I was trying to understand where this came from. So he had let me know that when he was young, he was in... Trans women and men. Yeah, trans women women and men. So he would, um, he let me know that he would be on like the, back in the day, it was the message boards. So he said that he was on a message board and thought he had met a girl around his age. Mm -hmm. So he ended up going to this person and it wasn't a little girl his age, it was actually a grown man. And the grown man would play with his dick. And at this point, he didn't know if it was right or wrong. Like it was online dating. It was, he he didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, How old is he? When that happened, he said he was 13. Okay. He was 13, and so he was being fondled with this guy, and it later would move into not only would he be playing with him, then he would ask him to play with him. He had never um, had been fucked anally at this point. However, um, this guy would play with his genitals. Fast forward, when he got to college, there was a bathroom, and I'll go ahead and say at the University of Memphis, where... Um, Oop, get to Google. You know, but so there's a bathroom where guys could go in and get their dick sucked by other guys on campus. So it happened it's that called cruising. Right. Well, there was a professor in there <laughs> that oh. saw him. And so the professor actually from seeing him kind of threatened his grade. Oh. And actually then forced him to perform oral sex on him at the school. And then fast forward 
to even that, then he found out Woods where you can go and get your dick sucked. And now it's kind of like an addiction for him to where he deals with men in secrecy. But it all stems from him being, you know, molested all these times. And I, yeah, I used to want him to tell me how it happened, what he did to you and kind of relive it. But I also feel like it was therapeutic for him because it was things that he had never told anyone else. Yeah. Um, so- and that shit, the cruising spots, like gay cruising spots, like that shit is like, just the subculture around that is, what like, is? ridiculous. Just, like, like public, gay cruising, public gay cruising. Yeah. So there's a thing. I think I've talked about it on the, uh, on the show before where uh, one of my gays was coming in town, and he Googled, You like, call them your gays? One of my, my gays. gays. Yeah. They're mine. They have other women that are friends, but, like, no. My gays. They're mine. How very Trump of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? <laughs> My Mexicans? Yeah, these like are that? my blacks. Right They're here. my husbands? How very sure of you. I hate you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to let this one go. I say that with love. I say that with, with love. love. There are a lot of places that I want to go right now, but I won't because I'm going to be nice because you are a guest. <laughs> that brought us rosé. Hey. But, uh, yes, I'll shut up. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, my gays, my girls, my guys. So my gays come in town, and they're like, bitch, we're going on this site. We've been hearing about it, and it's where you can find gyms in New York to get your dick sucked. Yeah, that's a real thing. So, like, I Googled gay steam rooms, just, like, Googled it, and, like, there's a whole fucking site that comes up that will just tell you all the spots to go. One of them specifically is the Financial District Equinox. You said this gyms, before. Yes. Gyms a- in, re- in general, just like. So we went. We See, paid the day I pass. I going to go to the gym no more. Don't go to a gym in Chelsea. I'll tell you that. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're sucking cock. They're sucking dick cock. in Chelsea. Okay. See, none of my niggas can go to the gym now. You better go play basketball on the court where everybody can But here's you. the thing. Vinny used to tell me a story. And Vinny was um, one of my best friends we've had on the show. I was telling him about it. I was like, is this true with the steam rooms? He's like, girl, yeah. Like, why else do you think I work Absolutely, out? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. What? But it's not even just that, Circle though. jerks, there's, like, it, people that want to be watched, everything. Yeah, yeah, for real. There's, But it, it's not even just gyms, though. Like, there's, like, public parks. I don't want to, like, like say the names of everything because, like, I feel like, you know. Just, you don't, you don't wanna, just one part. One part. Like, how would it go? Like, a bench at a park? Like, a location at a park? Is there, like, a under a certain tree you can get your dick Oh, no, no, it's not that. I'm talking about the whole park. Like, you can go to specific parks at specific times. Which one? And there's just dudes, like, walking around. I need one, nigga. I want to go see somebody getting their dick sucked. Uh, What's that park in Inwood? Like, way, way. Oh, I don't know about that. See, there you go. See? I know Washington Square and Central. You know, I don't want to go all the way to Dykeman to see some dick sucking. I'm sure there's probably cruising going on in Central Park, too. Oh, I'm sure. Washington Square is a little small. That probably that shit probably isn't happening. I'm sure. I don't. I got fingered in Washington Square Park. Well, I tried. Did you know the guy beforehand? Did you just like? Yeah. Oh my god! You remember that time those twin basketball players? I remember. White guys. Oh, of course. They were friends. (laughs) But no, it's crazy because I tried. Were they uncircumcised? of course, they're all. Yeah, they, I mean, I don't remember they were just touching me. I just oh, wanted yeah. to fulfill the stereotype, but just, you know, just like, they walked me home I, from the bar. So I'm I kind of. Wait, weren't you them. the one that was saying that you don't? That's me. What? I don't like turtleneck dicks. Oh, okay. All right. Oh no, I like, I like. She likes the skin. She she knows like the sensitivity. I'm level not discriminatory. Or... From what you guys might think, I've read so many things about me. Like, oh fuck, wheezy, showing fuck. I, Maybe like I'll fuck any kind of dick. Was on your live that you were saying that it feels like a shake weight or something? Yes, he was on my. You said that. Yes, I said like uncircumcised dick feels like a shake weight. Like, you know when you're shaking it, the skin just be moving? But it's, like, it's really, really different. Like, it's all different types of... It could either be a lot. It could either be a little. It could be a total Sharpay. Not. Nah, it's like a popsicle <laughs> with a surprise. 
You never well, know. Well, look, I'm, I am circumcised, but I do feel like the stigma that we have culturally about uncircumcised dicks is kind of fucked up because it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, everywhere. It is uh, everywhere else in, yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it's crazy because you said that. It's crazy because you said that because I actually wanted to get um, into our home mail for the episode. We're going to read that? Um, well, I'm reading too, but I did want to read that because my friend actually is offering her free therapy for that. So I'm, Awesome because the girl that wrote that question in and I have been DMing. Yeah, so I'm going to ask one before we get to that. But for the home mail for this episode, the subject line says bisexual or gay. And I thought that this was a good question that maybe you could hone in on specifically because you identify as straight. So it says, hey, Mandy and Weezy, I just recently started listening to the podcast via SoundCloud. I'm totally loving the show. I have this curiosity since 2013 New Year's Eve when this guy who that's happened so to, specific, yeah, God so damn. like nigga, no, no. Like, and that's when I turned gay. 2013 New Year's Eve when this guy, <laughs> hey, like, I've been, been kind of gay for five years, <laughs> <laughs> and I need to know. Um, he said when this guy who happened to be bisexual started kissing me, and one thing led to another due to the fact that I was drunk. All I remember is him on top of me trying to get my dick inside of his booty hole, but it was not getting any hard. So in the morning, it was whatever. I guess that means in the morning it was hard for morning wood. I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't classify. So ever since then, I've been looking up gay porn and it gets me hard as fuck. I've tried giving head and getting a cock in my ass. It was not nice and uncomfortable. But I enjoy getting head from guys. I've never fucked a guy before, but I would like to try. I fuck chicks, and I love that. So my curiosity is, does watching gay, for- does watching gay porn and getting head from guys make me gay or bi? Yeah, it's crazy, because I know, I know all these niggas listening, yeah. gay! Yeah, for real. <laughs> gay! But, but what would you say... How how should he classify? Because clearly I feel like he's having a psychological malfunction with how he should identify now. Well, I'm going to say, first off, I know that all those like ultra hetero <laughs> male listeners, listen, they're like, going to discount whatever I say because I already said that I've had sexual encounters with a man. So right. like, of course, this gay ass would say that <laughs> it's not gay. As long as you know. <laughs> oh, I know they were, they were mad at me for that trans comment where I was like, liking trans women doesn't make doesn't you gay. Make but that's, gay. that's real, though. I've, I've been with trans women and like there, there's something very specific specific that y'all said that I really, really appreciated, what which is uh, there's a reason why gay men aren't, aren't attracted, attracted to, to trans, trans women. Like I said, when I claimed them, my gays have never been with a trans woman. Yeah. It's because they don't want to be with a woman. They don't want to be a woman, with a woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, another thing you said that was wrong, actually, was that uh, most trans women are end up being tops now specifically I, with escorts I didn't say well uh, yes I did so on average I was reading this so it's not like wrong or right but from reading articles um, like confessions of trans women like female escorts generally they said that they're topping because the men are playing out of fantasy oh because they want to be top yeah, Wait, yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah but yeah. that doesn't mean like, that they would choose to be tops right yeah, not yeah. choosing but I'm saying the escorts are doing way more topping and even in relationships with men that they're starting to date, which is why they think they're being fetishized, they're doing the topping. Whether they want to be fucked or not, yeah. they're generally doing topping, always. Either it's couples, heterosexual couples that they're sleeping with that want them to top one or the other, but generally don't want to get It's fucked. crazy that you guys say that because, um, so I actually went to Fairy Tales. 
So we I mentioned this with the with the swinger um, episode, and so it's a transsexual strip club in you New York City. Friends. So I went there last night, and um, it was crazy because of course I talked to them because I was like, I have a podcast, I need to know what's going on. So they actually said majority of them don't even sleep with women, and not many of them are bisexual. Mm-hmm. They prefer only men. Exactly. Um, and all of these straight men, because they identify as straight, all of the straight men that I know who have been with trans women, trans. Trans women? Yes. Yes, trans women. Um, They have topped them. So they have not bottomed a trans woman. They've, Same they've been, they, they've topped them. So, yeah, I when, mean, and when I've been with trans women, I've been strictly a top. Yeah. Strictly a top. Okay. So I guess for this listener, I would like to say, um, and it's something that we've said often on the show. I don't think you have to put yourself into any of these boxes. I feel like you're trying to find what box you fit in. And if you want to identify as straight, you can, if you want to say you're bi, you can, um, if you want to say you're gay, I wouldn't put you in that box because you're still fucking and enjoying women. So you're not just, a one track mind, mm-hmm. but there are um, straight men or people, men who identify as straight that do like their dick sucked by men. Um, and I know quite a lot of them actually. <laughs> um, they, they won't kiss a man, they won't be intimate with a man, they would never date a man, and they would never fuck or get fucked. But I know a lot of men who enjoy receiving head from other men. But I wouldn't necessarily say that, the that kissing that makes is them gay, Like, the k- kissing part is hilarious. Like, just saying, like, they won't kiss a man. I know, because, like, because they oh, bring yeah, that to my attention. It's so weird. They bring it what to my makes attention. You, what does that make you more gay? I mean, I mean if kissing you're intimate, is intimate kissing, as hell. Intimate is intimate as fuck, but just, like, I just... It's stupid. You're getting your dick sucked by a dude. So, like, what are you going to kiss him now? Are we going to be more mad? You're sharing blunts with niggas. Like, right. I don't even understand this. This is so stupid. And I'm so tired of all y'all needing to fucking figure out what you are. Don't do it. Well, yeah, give it's, the not, fuck. it's not necessary. I, I mean, I, I think there's something uh, important about, like, it's. I hear people say, like, oh, labels are uh, limiting and stuff like that. Well, labels also just help you identify shit. If you went to the, uh, to the supermarket and you wanted to get a fucking box of fucking... Uh, what are you saying? Are you an omnivore? Are you like, right. Just like vegetables and meat, bro. Yeah, just well, eat them both. I'm saying whatever... Like, well, look, the example. Imagine you go into the supermarket, you want some fucking cinnamon toast crunch, but every box of cereal is just a plain white box that says cereal. That's when you realize how important labels are. Labels aren't so necessarily... So what are you, fruit? Because you want the sugar cereals? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's just... Uh, Fruity. Yes. While it's important to know that labels can be flexible, uh, labels also are there to help you identify. So co- what culture dictates as gay, I wouldn't say that this man is gay. He is somebody that may like some things that are are on the on that side of the spectrum, but I would say that's more bi than anything. Okay. But before we get out of here, I wanted to read this last home mail. Um, it says, hi, ladies. I wanted to ask a request from you both. I watch your show and listen to your podcast. Literally, I've watched all episodes. I'm from a very strict Muslim slash African family. But the more I've listened to you both, the more I've started to look at sex and more importantly, myself a lot differently. Just a little background about myself. I'm a teacher, studied in California and now live in London. I've been a virgin up to the age of 26, and I've had FGM, which is female genital mutilation, Mm. which is interesting because we just talked about um, circumcision being mutilization. This is the partial or complete (laughs) removal of the clit. Therefore, I have no clit, nothing, nada, and those have exclamation points after them. I don't know how to be comfortable with men in bed, and I've never orgasmed in my life, never, which is crazy because we had someone write in saying they couldn't stop orgasming. So pick which, you know end of the sword you like to fall on it hurts me to write this but it's true i don't know how it feels like and when i watch you guys talk about sex i feel like i'm living through you guys so wanted to say thank you so much your show means a, a lot to a lot of people around the world 
and I hope you both know this. I wanted to write and say thank you so much for writing in. It's letters like this um, that that literally help me and Weezy know that we're in the right path with the trajectory of this show and the purpose of this show. I also wanted to know that if anyone in New York City happens to have female genital mutilization and would like to come on and speak on it... Mutilation. 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 I mean, added shit. Not mutilization. There was mutilation. There ain't no Z. But if any of you guys have FGM and would like to come onto the show, please reach out to our email at horribledecisions at gmail.com. So she hit me up via DM and she says that she knows a few women, whether visiting New York or like knows some in New York. And I would love to bring them on. So following this, um, the doctor that we both go to, the gyno, actually called her office. Wow. And um, got her personal email and asked and explained everything. Was like, hey, I want to bring someone on. Can you help us talk her through this? Talk about how to have vaginal orgasms possibly if she's comfortable. Then I hit up a sex therapist. Like That's fantastic. Only because, you know, people write in with random questions all the time. But I thought this was so important. And you never know who's listening. Mm-hmm. And, like, can you imagine losing your clit? Like, I'm watching Handmaid's Tale and they're doing that as punishment. Yeah, man. That's, that's all I play with when I watch porn is my clit. My, I have T-Rex arms, so I can't reach to finger myself inside my pussy because my hands, it just don't work that way. So I actually only play with my clit. So when I read this, I was just, I felt bad, like kind of sad, like, oh my God, how, but yeah, I, shit I heartbreaking. Had, but I have, right. um, penetration orgasms. Like mm. I come off being penetrated. Um, so I have had orgasms without simulation of my clit. So I know it's possible for her. I do want to sit here and give a shout out to my friend, Natalie. Um, Natalie is a sexologist and hypnotherapist that transform you from sexually conservative to sexually empowered. Most of her clients have been through illness, abuse, shame and guilt, painful sex, sexual dysfunction, and are looking to be freed. She uses a combination of sex coaching and hypnotherapy to achieve this. She recently created the first day of sexuality affirmation cards on the market. If you, if any of you guys are going to the Slut Walk in LA, she's actually going to have a booth there. They help women reconnect with their body, restore their femininity, and reclaim the sexuality. For the sexually empowered and confident woman, she has a line of merchandise with her tagline, Orgasm Queen. They can be found at www.lovechatwithnat.com under shop. Um, this is a, a good friend of mine from when I lived in Miami, and I love what she's doing. Um, and so if any of you guys feel like you are having shame from sexual trauma or that you're not comfortable with talking about sex or feeling sexually liberated as a woman, um, check out Love Chat with Nat. She does do her hypnosis over the phone um, or remotely if you guys are looking um, to do that. So, again, shout out to um, Love Chat with Nat. And I want to thank, again, our guests for coming. Rich, thank you so, so, so very much. Thank you. Um so and by the way, y'all that write in are like, oh, we listen to the show. Have me on. Me and my wife are crazy. Like, are you crazy like that? <laughs> right. We have like, listeners we need on, to but like, know. God damn. Yeah, so you tell me that you I, I want like to plug a resource for people that might think they are sex addicts. Please, so, go ahead great. and plug that, please. Um, there is a website. I think it's called recoveryzone.com. Uh, if you just Google sex addiction quiz, uh, that's the first link that comes up. And it has a, a, a questionnaire. Uh, I think it's about like 50, 60 questions long. They have a free version and a paid Oof, version. That's real. And uh, you can see how deep into the spectrum of sexuality you may fall as far as like not very sexually conservative or this is – Concerning. I might need to take that quiz just because. And, no, you yeah. know what? I kind of want to. We should probably take that quiz. It's, it's on a scale of 1 to 20. Episode, let's post, let's we should take, take it. It's on a scale of 1 to 20, and I think at 6 is when you start getting to that threshold. I would oh, guess no, y'all are probably, probably at least 18, nigga. Nope. I, I mean, I jerk off at work. I'm a 20. 
I'm, I'm, I'm probably at least have 18 and a half. Have you at work? In the bathroom, yes. I'm and gonna, I have to go to sleep from masturbating. Like, I don't have the same sleep. I have to come and feel tired to go damn. to sleep. So I literally masturbate every single night. Even on my period, I'll just put a towel on my bed. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to say you guys are between an 8 and a 10. Nigga, only 8 and it go to 20? You, you don't know the I'm questions, not... though. So, oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Like, would you rather eat a dick or a pizza? Not like what? what <laughs> is that the type of question? That'd be my question. What if what if you want a dick and a pizza? You a pizza? I'll eat that. Yeah. I'd, I'd eat the There's pizza while I'm getting fucked from the back. There you go. I'm not gonna ride. Y'all know I don't ride. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I got go, one more thing to yes, play. This is ahead. this is personal shit. Uh, I also have my own podcast too. Everybody oh, got a fucking podcast. No. Podcast, motherfucker. No. You ain't say nothing about no podcast. <laughs> I, like, I got my own podcast. It's, no, it's completely unrelated to sex. It's, it's okay. nothing at so all. What's your so, podcast? As I said, I, I'm, I do mixed martial arts. I've been training in boxing, MMA, all this other stuff for a very long time. And I have a show called Super Upper Punch that is about. It's a cool uh, name. Thank you very I much. I do like the name. It's about uh, martial arts and uh, combat sports. What's different about this from a lot of other shows that call, talk about like fights and stuff is I talk about. Um, I talk with people that are involved with like the more people facing side of it. Like uh, I had somebody on that runs a grappling tournament that raises money for cancer research or oh, some, wow. uh, somebody else that has a donation based jujitsu gym, things like that. So uh, check it out. It's called Super Upper Punch. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Super Stitcher. Upper Super Upper Punch. And yeah. you're also very articulate and I think that our listeners You probably, also are very articulate. I just, you is articulate. <laughs> no, that is not articulate as fuck, huh? I be fucking up all my words but I'm also on Rosé and I just worked already a nine hour shift. By the shift. way, I just and want I to say, to leave back you to I poured two glasses? And you know I, I'm, I'm so, the. She's not a drinker. I am impressed as fuck. But it's also because uh, she's about to record another episode, and there's a strong Ooh. black man standing in the corner. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, but- by the way, you guys, we are at Gotham Podcast Studio, 100 Church Street. If you ever need a place in New York to record your show, if you want to invite us on as guests, uh, come through here. It's a great place to record. They also have video, and I'm doing their seminar on. When is it, Matt? The 15th? September 15th. Um, tickets will be out by the time you guys see this episode. Watch this episode. Listen to this episode. You can check out my page, Weezy WTF, and get some tickets also, to come yeah, learn how they, to do a They pod. also do one-offs, guys. So um, I was just on a podcast who recorded here called Two and a Possible. Um, she called me out because she knew that I only went on the podcast because she was fine, so I was trying to holler. <laughs> just to find out, she lived in Orlando, and literally she comes up to New York once a month. That's the girl who... She's so... Yes, bitch. She so, asked me. She was Yeah, like, bitch. Well, that's who I ran to after we recorded she, with Rory. She could crash so at your place. I literally called her. I was like, bitch, the only reason I came on this podcast because you was fine. Just for her to tell me. She oh, lives I feel in, bad. She lives in Orlando. Was here. She did- lives in Orlando. And every time she comes to New York, which is once a month, she records all of her episodes here at Gotham Podcast. She's going to have to have a place to stay. You know, you you know just, look, like, yo. and here goes the sex Oh, addict. I thought you were the one offering it. Oh, he's not, I'm <laughs> no, like, no, I'm saying you. You should be like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, your wife spend all that money she's on a hotel. very vanilla. So if you guys want to listen to an episode. Well, why would I want to go on that shit? She's very vanilla. I was sad and had a boyfriend. I said, bitch, you should have told me this in the DM. I wouldn't have came. But if you guys want to listen to a very vanilla kind of response to kind of sex um i was on a uh, podcast called two and impossible so that should be dropping soon missionary uh, only yeah, through a sheet. it was a super, super cute um, i'll be honest two and impossible feels like two right. and a possible this unicorn show two and a possible bitch we be having us two and a possible we all know who the fuck we what's the possible the possible is the guest but why are they called the possible because two and impossible this like, is gonna be a real long conversation not, wait, wait, wait 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 do you not play spades have you never played spades don't take my black card bro. oh don't. your black card is removed sis Two and Apostle. So Shut your ass up. <laughs> right? the, oh! the black guy in the room is shaking his so head. So you know how to play spades? Yes. You play it with a white girl. Every black person has to know how to play spades. 
Okay, so you know I saw a meme that said um, black people never would teach you how to space, like play spades. The only thing they do the when you tell them you don't know is repeat. Oh, you don't know how to play? <laughs> that's, that's, that's very it. true. That's it. Well, we're gonna teach you how to. Play I don't know spades. what the Puerto Rican equivalent but of that before is. Before 2018 is over, oh, well. Weezy will get in a in a um, game of spades. She won't be my partner, but I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure she learns how to play. I'll show a tip. Anyways, guys, thank win. you, Rich, so I'll much for coming on. I hate you. Of course you will. You you know. Well, shit. They're new. You paid for them. You may as well. They're not new. They're five years old, bitch. They're toddlers. I mean, (laughs) toddler tits. They're broken in. (laughs) Thanks for coming on to the episode, Rich. We appreciate you. If you guys have any questions, again, want to reach out to us, you guys can always follow us on... on our Instagram at horrible underscore decisions. You can follow me at full court pumps everywhere. And where can they follow you, Weezy? Don't follow me. Don't follow her. <laughs> All right, that's fine too. Um, go ahead and also follow our Twitter at horrible pod, which is ran by Weezy. So for all of y'all Don't. who keep asking me about why Weezy ain't got a Twitter, she follows the horrible pod page. So if you guys oh, want to tweet wait. her. While you're walking out, I want to thank everybody. I was giving away some back to school stuff. I always try to start a chain of donations, whether it be back to school shit or Christmas. Yeah, that was a move. Thank you so much. Um, I only spent a few hundred dollars. But so much money donated from different men and women. I'm like trying to think of all the names, but it was so many of you. I'll try to shout you guys out in a description or something. But sending kids backpacks, clothes, everything. I had a girl write me that listens to our show, Mandy. This is no bullshit. She lives in her car. It's been the last three months. This yeah. is just, it is what it is. Her kids stay with her family and she goes to pick them up in and out of her car. And she says, when she's driving around, she listens to our show. Fucking oh wow me. yeah that's deep like we uh, the letters that we get from our listeners are it's amazing like, but it's thank touching. you guys that really helped me with that if you guys ever want to start an Instagram chain all I did was just offer to give things to my followers and other followers wanted to help and we ended up helping yep. sixty five kids which isn't a lot but is a crazy amount of no, lot that's a really so I'm really, really grateful amount. for you guys thank you for being listeners and wanting to help me in my ventures too and we love you and we don't always do whole shit you know what I'm saying some kids <laughs> some we read books we give donations we we support fucking charities and shit we out here trying to let y'all know hoes do the goddamn we thing. You have to do everything like, as a hoe. Yeah. Well, no. You, you can be a social justice We, we used our last live show and donated to Survive to Thrive Global, which there helps domestic um, victims. Domestic stuff. I'm drunk. I now got to go back to work, so this is not good. Oh, so, shit. guys, I'm actually running out of here. I'm. It's busy season, so it is now 8 o'clock at night, and I'm running back to the office. Bye. Um, but, bye. Get Thank out. you, guys. <laughs> bye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.